The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Broadway Media, Exactware, The Salt Lake Tribune, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome to it. Thank you for downloading or listening to on your device our program. We want to thank all of the sponsors who help pay for this party. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection at 2043 East 3300 South opens seven days a week for you heathens. Holds are free, and for your hold, you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20. Also open seven days a week and open way late. The Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive, classic arcade video and pinball at classic prices. And Cabin Fever, downtown Salt Lake City on 700 East 600 South in the heart of Trolley Square Mall. All the gifts for yourself or the freak meek geek in your life. And remember to let all of our sponsors know who you are. Be sure to tell them, Geek Show says hey. I would let her, I would pay her. I have a feeling Scott's going to get sold into the sex slave industry. That won't be the name of the episode. (laughs) No, that was six letters in a row. I'm glad I have you guys to mentor me. Please don't send any money. I've already peed in his driveway. It's becoming the mild card. That's the problem with a show like that. Nobody else does that. That's it. Boom. I will catch up and watch every episode of The Cape. Geekshowpodcast.com What's up, Geek Show? Uh, this is Jimmy right here. And uh, this is a little special portion we wanted to do at the beginning of the episode. Uh, you'll hear that Carrie, Carrie already did his broken news uh, yesterday as we record this on Thursday and had to go out of town. And then, uh, well, Friday came along and, uh, and something kind of happened that we we felt we should acknowledge. Um, everybody's kind of busy, so I'm joined. Well, tell them who you are. It's Egg Fu. I'm back again. <laughs> Jimmy's so, neighbor and resident geek. Yeah, so so all the guys want to say and send their love too, but they couldn't make it, so it's just going to be uh, just be us two for a little bit. Um, we wanted to acknowledge uh, we we lost another good one today, a really good one. Yeah, and uh, and we want to raise our glasses to the ah, uh, I did, it sucks, uh, man. Fuck, it, it really sucks. Leonard Nimoy, you were one of the best. You're one of the ones that you know I think touched almost every geek's heart out there. And touched all of us and made helped make us who we are. Yeah. So we're gonna raise actually our Jeff Michael Vice glasses and toast to Leonard Nimoy, who we lost today at the age of eighty-three. So, um, gosh, I, I mean, I, I don't know if most people do know what happened, or he was hospitalized last weekend. It was last weekend. Yeah. People were sending their their, their thoughts and prayers. Uh, you told me via text that he had passed away. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter this morning. I think the first person who I saw tweet it was Jeff Parker. Yeah. Um, and read the article. And like we knew he was in the hospital. And he passed away a COPD. Yeah. Complications from smoking years ago. Yeah. Yeah, if there's any reason to quit smoking. Yeah. There, there's one, guys. Yeah. Um, but just, I mean, what an amazing guy. I mean, we just had him at, at Salt Lake Comic Con. Via Skype, I believe is what it was. Yeah, and you know, but everything from Star Trek. I always forget that he directed Three Men and a Baby. What? You didn't know that? No. Yeah, totally directed Three Men and a Baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, from stage to screen to television, you know, he was multi-talented, and everything he did was fantastic. Uh, uh, poet. 
Oh, his poetry was great. I believe Lee's got some of his photography. Photographer, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think he does. Uh, let's see. He uh, Some of my favorite appearances on The Simpsons. Oh. <laughs> and remember how his the monorail episode ended with him? Of course. <laughs> so, you know, it's just it's one of those ones that's really... I don't know. I mean, sometimes I never had the chance to meet him. And now no, it's kind of like, no. man, and I'm never going to get the chance. But uh, I'm trying to find where it says Three Minute Baby that he did this. And IMDb doesn't even acknowledge that Three Minute Baby exists. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so, just, as, just as Spock, he t- touched so many of us geeks. Yeah. Like, grew up with Spock. Like, we all wanted to be Kirk, but we were a little bit more Spock. I, I'm more Spock because ever since Quinto started doing the role, that's yeah, all he yeah. got called. <laughs> you know, uh, and even like the stuff he did with him. Yeah. I mean, they like, he was more than happy to to relinquish the role. It was to, the passing of the torch. Yeah, you know. Um, I, I know people complained about him that he kept showing up in the new ones. and He did know. it once and it was fine. Oh, he did and it, it twice. was great. He wasn't in the second movie, yeah, was he? Yeah, he was. Wait. He showed up in the little like TV hologram thing. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. So, uh, just, yeah, just an amazing guy. Um, I was even thinking, I mean, like, you know, the, the, the term live long and prosper. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of our own, Carrie he says it every day. Yeah, on live X96. long and prosper, bitches. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean. And that's I, the weird thing. I, was, I woke up this morning to X96, and then... I work from home, so I'm just listening to it. Yeah. And then Carrie had to leave early, and then I checked Twitter, and there was the news, and I was just like, "Oh no!" Oh, Carrie left early. Yeah, he left early this morning because oh. he was going on vacation. Yeah, I didn't even know if he had, if he had heard about it. He he uh, texted me right after you did. Yeah. And yeah, you could tell he was bummed. He said he was going to watch Rathacon tonight. No, I've already <laughs> I've been watching some Star Trek. I watched Amok Time season Good. two episode one. There you go. The best Spock episode. Nice. And I'm going to watch Wrath of Khan when we get home. When I get home. Uh, and he also, I, I, I can't go back on it. No. Because he did direct one of the Star Trek films. Yeah. It's the whale one. Yep. Granted, it is the most uh, successful box office-wise. You hate it. I, I hate I it. I still enjoy it. I still I, I just still don't like it because I think it's Crocodile Dundee with the Enterprise hovering over San Francisco. No, it totally <laughs> is, but it's still better than Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Paul Hogan's crying somewhere. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, d- directed that one. So, I mean, just well, well-versed well in a lot of areas. Uh, a, a true hero to a lot of geeks. So, once again, uh, to Leonard Nimoy, rest in peace. And uh, to the next venture, I guess, with him. To the next adventure. Yeah. And let's see, to, to commemorate him today, I also had some... I was watching Star Trek, and I had some Romulan ale, which you can't really get on Earth. But here's how you make it. One part white rum... One part vodka, and half a part of blue curacao. Nice. So from there, you can do different variations. I added some lemon juice, which was pretty good. Fancy. Yep. <laughs> chill, chill it, get it really cold, and drink it, and it'll get you fucked up pretty quick. <laughs> if you live in a state where you can get Everclear, substitute that with for the for the vodka. I couldn't find <laughs> it, and now I did right there. Director oh, there Nimoy. There it is. Director Three Men and a Baby. Pretty funny. Um, so yeah, so there's to him. Uh, before we go, uh, wanted to I, I I missed the the broken news. So I just wanted to review two films real fast uh, that I don't believe Leonard Nimoy had any part to do with. But uh, real fast, uh, Focus is uh, the new Will Smith film. 
with Margot Robbie. Uh, here's a funny thing. Will Smith has not been in an R-rated film since Bad Boys 2. Weird, huh? Weird. And so, like, I... I, and I okay, I give Michael Bay shit all the time, but the chemistry that Martin Lawrence and Will Smith have in those films are fantastic. No, so, those, those are Michael Bay's best films. Yeah, uh, you're probably right up there, give or take. He used to make just stupid fun ones like The Rock, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so this one, Will Smith, uh, Margot uh, Robbie, I want to say Roby, but Robbie, um, he plays a con man who's well versed in the uh, underground world of, of conning, and she wants in on the game. Uh, and so he's like, you know what? She's got promise. Plus, she's not, you know, you can look at her and you'll be okay. And so uh, gets her into the game. I won't say what happens, but something really unexpected happens. And then it says three years later. And you're like, what the hell? You know? And so then they reintroduce the characters to each other and kind of rekindle the relationship. And it's, it's good. It's good. The comedic timing between those two is fantastic. It's shot really well. And I love a good con man movie. You know, uh, I don't think it's as good as The Sting or uh, or Ocean's Eleven. What about Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? That's a good one, too. That's a good one, too. I, it, it may not be on exact par with those films, but it's up there. You know, just... And I love... You know, we don't get them very often for a good con film. Um, so, yeah, check that one out if you get the chance to. Uh, the other one, real quick, is The Lazarus Effect. This is a horror film starring Mark Duplass and uh, Olivia Wilde, who drives me wild every time I see her. And... Uh, but here's the thing. They must have lost a bet and had to star in this guy's movie because it's actually for the director of Euro Dreams of Sushi, which is a fantastic documentary. Yeah, like don't watch that thing. No, that thing stomach. is fantastic. But I don't know why that he should stick to documentaries then. He went from documentary to horror movie to a horrible horror movie. Oh, jeez. Because the the the, <laughs> the premise is is that this duo of scientists uh, have uh, what do you call it? They they created a basically a formula to inject into the brain. And it can basically recharge with, with certain electric shocks, recharge the brain, and bring people back from the dead. And so, so it's like Pet Cemetery. It's exactly like Pet Cemetery. Um, I'm trying to think. Someone said uh, Teacher's Pet Cemetery is what someone called it. <laughs> so stupid. Um, but so it's horror 101 of what you shouldn't be doing in horror films anymore. If you played a drinking game with your, your fancy ale, um, you would be shit-faced in 30 minutes if for every time they turn the lights off and then someone they turn it back on and someone's standing behind them uh. it's like, like the first time we were watching it in this theater full of you know screaming kids it was first time ah! second time oh third time huh fourth time really are they ever <laughs> standing in a mirror behind someone yes okay yes they are uh but just it's oh it's and, oh and even another person's in there donald glover is Childish Gambino. Who? Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. That's his rapper name. Oh, is it? I haven't heard that. I just know I want to. Everybody wants him to play Miles Morales, but um, I want him to play Peter Parker. But play Peter Parker too. The guy's great, except for well, he's he's actually not horrible in this film, but he's given horrible things, you know. And uh, it's it's just it does nothing for the genre to, to of progression in in any sense of the term. Uh, so please do not go see the Lazarus effect. So those are the two big ones this week. Focus is going to be your good one. Lazarus effect can just remain dead <laughs> so, for all I care. Uh, and that'll do it for us. Uh, again, raise a glass to Leonard Neboy, one of the good ones. Uh, 
I think someone said that uh, he. I think it was Maya. Jeremiah said that he hoped he was with Jeff having some yeah, having, ha- having a geeky b- debate somewhere. So you know what? They probably are. They're probably sharing a glass of Romulan ale. That's probably true. And you and I are drinking out of Jeff Michael Vice glasses right now. Yep. So cheers to you. There you are. Cheers to you. And live uh, long and prosper. Oh, live long and prosper. Uh, and welcome back to the basement. God Ah-hoo. damn, I love being here. Yeah. It's a yeah. good time. Are you welcome us back or the listeners? Well, I, you and and them. Everyone. And everyone. This show got meta. Like super quick. <laughs> what do you mean? What happened? It's oh. like thinking about thinking, right? Oh. Who are you talking to, Carrie? Oh, you're hurting my brain. What are you thinking? What you thinking? What you thinking about? What you thinking about? Can I have a taste of that? <laughs> Can I have a taste? God, those are the worst kind of girlfriends. <laughs> Let me have a bite. Fuck you. Go get your own bite. No, I to saw qu- to quote <laughs> to quote <laughs> Joey from Friends. There was like share. I saw an article one time in the Onion. <laughs> I love the Onion, and they were talking about how. When was it? Something about the they took the I guess a, a sandwich, and when a girl says she wants a bite, and they took like the radius of like where they take the bite, and like they always take the most delicious part oh, of the yeah. bite. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like they don't take the crust. Yeah, they go right in the center. They, they, get, right, they, they get, get right to where all the ingredients mm-hmm. have that harmonic convergence. Yeah, and they wait for you to get there. And they wait for you to get there. And they go oh. That's the part that's got the basil and the prosciutto yep. and the yeah exactly. You my, just you battled your way through the crust oh, and you bite? made it to this safe area. Can I have a bite? Oh, can I have a bite? My wife, I know a guy uh, that honestly broke up with a girl because he was like, I can't make it. She always wants to fucking sip on my Pepsi. She wants to fucking bite on my sandwich. What? My wife, uh, she she will wait until every, the whole time we're all sitting there looking at the menu. She'll be like, "What do the kids want?" And she'll sit there and. and Ride them on what they're going to get. You got to get. What are you going to get? What are you going to get? And then she worries about what I'm going to get. And then she finally orders something at the last minute because she hasn't been looking at the menu. And inevitably, she wants what I ordered. <laughs> and, so, and she's like, "I really like yours." I was like, "Well, then you should have fucking ordered your mine." <laughs> I will say that's the one good it's thing like, about. Well, well, let's trade. No, I don't want what you got. I right. want what I got. That's the one good thing about being married to a vegan and not being vegan. Yeah. You can't eat this. You don't have a yeah, problem with it. Sorry, I'm not going to eat. A and bag if it's of like sand. French fries, and I want to keep them. I just take like I just take the meat to squeeze it all over real fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you learned that there, lesson. There are many social conventions I don't understand. I'm not going to lie, but the biggest one is like you guys know I recently moved, mm-hmm. and I'm like, everybody's like, "Well, do you need some help? Can we come help you?" And what I say? No, no, no. I'm hiring movers. That way, none of you motherfuckers can ask me to help you move. Exactly. Right? Because <laughs> there's it's always, always the reciprocation. It's always, like, it's always like. Exactly. Because, and what is the thing that people always tell you? Like, come help me move. I'll get you pizza and I'll beer. Buy, I'll buy you beer and pizza. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. I can buy my own beer and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and I can wash it in front of. Like, I'm going to sit and watch them guys move. <laughs> yeah. While exactly. having the beer and the pizza. Hire a mover. Hire a mover. That's well, let's, just, let's change this world. Let's just figure out what, what I make. Don't ruin your buddy's weekend. Figure I make about $14 an hour my regular job, and it's going to take us about six hours to move you. So $14 an hour times six hours. That's a lot of pizza and beer. Yeah. You Cheaper to hire a mover, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. All right. Let's introduce the panel. What words to grow on? As we grow on. <laughs> the more you know. Bling. Oh, that's so sweet and Oh, nice. there goes Katy Perry. All right. <laughs> She um, looked like that. that's all did. I thought about when I saw her up there. My, we're watching the Super Bowl and she does the stupid flying over thing, and my wife goes, "It's the more you know." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she called it. All right, Titty. let's meet the that's panel. Titties. Yeah. Oh, I think. <laughs> her eyes are up here, next to the big yellow star. Oh, she has a head. Yes. Oh, I had no idea. Uh, I thought her fucking music just came out of her tits. <laughs> 
She's actually rather pleasant looking. You should look up. She's just got subwoofer. Wait, you mean there's more? There's more. Like if I look up, I was like, those titties are pretty good. I know. Oh, her face is rather pleasing as well. It's rather oh. pleasant. Her boobs are talking? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, fuck that big titty Zoe Deschanel. That's who she is. <laughs> Yeah. But isn't okay. isn't Zoe Deschanel she's, a big titty Zoe Deschanel? Pretty she's, good. She's average Bigger for her titty. build. God, would you like to watch those guys go down on each other? No, no, <laughs> really, not Jimmy Martin. Everyone. Hey, hey, Jimmy. Thanks. Uh, watch me on KUTV every Saturday and Sunday morning. And uh, you, I think, God, what week are we in right now? It's the first week of March. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we yeah. might do Insurgent Junkets. We might do a Cinderella Junkets. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what's what's we'll see what's airing up there. But uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for supporting. Uh, watch Big Movie Mouth Off. Uh, you guys have done amazing, and, and keep doing it if you haven't. Subscribe to the YouTube channel because I am fucking slaughtering my competition now, and I love it. So uh, <laughs> and he's that's, you, that's what you live for. He's pissed, that's, and it's, that's what we all live for. Uh, I that's, love it. That's Jimmy and I's motivational speaker one hundred and one. Well, it's weird. I it's don't true. have no. I don't have no, no, any competition. No. I mean, we can give that advice. I'm okay with if you are. Yeah, the the advice that I always give is if you want to be successful in anything you do is find your nemesis. Find the nemesis. These, <laughs> these were then, these were good words that I'm I needed a few weeks dead ago. Dead serious. Find somebody who's shitty at their job, and then know that you can do better and fucking destroy them. And be yeah. a smartass about it. Don't kill with kindness. Slaughter with no. sorrow. Sarcasm. And then watch him whine about it. Yeah, That's the best part. That's even better. Don't don't try to up your game. Just stomp and whine. I, I just heard recently that uh, mine mine enemy. Yeah. Uh, enemy? Is that what you call it? Mine enemy. Oh, mine <laughs> enemy. <laughs> mine. Classy. Uh, was, uh, was very upset about something that I just did recently, a success that I had. Yeah. And he was so angry, he threw his phone against the wall. Awesome. So I was very happy. What, was, it, what was the success? Well, I'll had. tell you about it later. Yeah, okay. there's something we can't mention. I mean, yeah. but my, mine uh, wrote emails that I got to see, and that was mm, fun. That was fun, too. Yeah. No, not very many Whiny people, bitch. Not very many people <laughs> get to check triplets off their, their bucket list. That's true. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so uh, f uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you don't know how to get there, just go to YouTube, search Big Booby Mouth Off. Channel's right there. Subscribe. I just mm -hmm. did that. And then, right thanks, now. buddy. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Hey. What, I don't even know where we're at now. But, uh, and I then, can uh, tell you. Yeah, go for it. 575 subscribers. That's way oh, more than we need were. more than We that. need more. Yeah. We, we need, need more. a lot get that more up. than that. Bring it. And then, uh, and then follow me on Twitter at Jimmy Martin Film. And uh, there you go. All right. Thank you. I mean, triple digits is fine, but let's mm -hmm. get quad. Let's get let's no, yeah. But I mean, what the numbers were, we never really pushed it, you know, for the the YouTube channel. And well, you, I was like, fuck it, you should. And you can no. like it on the Facebookies too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Facebook right. channel and all that. Jay Whitaker's What's up? got some shows. That's right, slanging them. Do you want jokes. you want to share your good news? Oh yeah, you know what? <laughs> this is before we started rolling. This uh, Jay gets a notice on his phone. Um. This is some good news for your family. This is a good. This is good news for uh, family and friends uh, back the home. The sports in world. The sports world. <laughs> Remember this name right now. Okay. Jeff Broussard. Jeff with a G. G E O F. Geoff. Yeah, Geoff. Right. But this is uh, Jeff is like fam, and um, fam, like fam means that's similar to family. Okay, yeah, we got it. Urban talk. I thought okay. you said he was your cousin. It's it's complicated. Oh, that okay. Way. Like I mean, like your cousin. it's it's like the, a, the way like the, the best, way the best the way, way that all like Polynesians are cousins. No, no, no. The best way I can say <laughs> it, he was like a he's a step cousin. All right. Yeah. Through, okay. Okay. So um, but but he's family. Yeah, and um, he he he's a pitcher, and uh, he he was briefly signed by the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, uh, went down to their Triple uh, A league. And uh, he was playing ball for a hot minute, and now he just had a tryout with the Angels, and now he's going to be signed to the Angels. I just got off the phone with him. He made it to the California Angels. Uh, Wonderful. Well, 
They're the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim right, now. Right, I know right, it's right, it's, right. but um, he's not going to be playing for them directly. He's got to work his way up through the minors. But uh, the first team he'll be playing for was I just got uh, is San Bernardino 66ers. So oh, they're they're like a farm team. But he, he eventually, folks, if he continues progressing, he will be in Salt Lake City. Yeah, and playing you know playing for a, a hot minute AAA there. So um, I really I'm just really excited about it. Um, you guys you guys missed it. When the mics were off, no, I, was he losing, was, I was losing my fucking shit. He was jumping around. He did officially lose his shit. <laughs> yes. Yep. Was, I was happy. And uh, so this was, is a happy like moment. like Maxwell's all over again. No, no. <laughs> Maxwell's involved vomiting and, and shirt coming off and everybody losing Like I said. <laughs> I'm taking the Monday off after uh, uh, the hockey. <laughs> oh, yeah. You should. The hockey finals. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I just love the sports. And uh, you know what? Just It's nice that somebody here does. It, well, but you, I like both. Okay, both. I know that's hey, cool. We're not saying anything's wrong with it's it. It's cool. It's cool. You like both. This is a safe place. Yeah. Okay, good. This is a safe place. But just, <laughs> but I just want people that are listening. If you got dreams, follow that motherfucker, man. Because this kid, like he, he is, he is really had gone through an up and down stretch, and you can do anything you want if you fucking put your mind to it and have some good people around to you. And get a nemesis. Yeah, and get a nemesis. <laughs> get a nemesis. Yeah, get a nemesis. <laughs> this, this episode is starting out motivational as fuck, yo. Oh, and I motivate your ass to go to my shows March 13th and March 14th at Wise Guys Comedy, West Valley, <laughs> Valley, West Valley City, <laughs> WiseGuysComedy.com. <laughs> 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 Follow your boy on Twitter, Toka J. <laughs> Got <laughs> penitentiary arms. WiseGuysComedy.com. <laughs> 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 That's right. Tickets to Jay's show. Right. He's flexing, but no one can see his, his yeah. muscles. I, I wasn't flexing. I was dumb. I was scratching oh, Bullshit. Yeah. No, this, I'm just this, scratching this is my not, head. No, I'm scratching my head right now. This is me flexing. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Look at that. All that right. was a different uh, thing. Ow, my I think eye. The, the bathroom's over oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> That's Did you guys want to go over here or over there? Did you get your tickets yet to the gun yeah. show? Let's just gather over here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking not flexing. Shut up. Showing my... off for you. Yeah. I wasn't looking. Oh, Martin. <laughs> Jimmy Martin got the biceps. Martin's honestly. looking good too. He's yeah. got the biceps. Mount I gotta Bicepius. say, your husband's looking good. Turn it God I look good for my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Lee George Kate, everyone, spiritual advisor to the uh, Geek Show podcast. Lizards. <laughs> the mountains howling. <laughs> I have the Benadryl cowboy today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <The Benadryl. laughs> everything like, where am everything I? you guys are saying is so fucking funny and I can't even laugh. I know. Because <laughs> I, I was wondering. I'm like, is he okay? Yeah. No, I, it turns out I really don't react well to any kind of allergy medication. Right. So. <laughs> I've been uh, looking at you. And long story short, kids, this is why you don't want to do a shitload of illegal drugs in the late 80s when you're in your late teens, early 20s, because it could be 25 years later when you really need to take certain drugs, your body's going to go, oh, you know, this feels kind of like LSD. Oh, wow. <laughs> How about we grind our teeth all night? <laughs> oh, wow. So, anyway, long story short. Come uh, to Fresh. Yeah, come to Fresh. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't more, have LSD. We don't the use more the drugs. you know. Yeah, that was my that was my warning speech. I uh, would love it if you came to the restaurant Fresh Compassion Eatery at one forty five East thirteen hundred South Suite two hundred one, open Monday through Saturday ten a.m. to eight p.m. That was a lot to remember, but it's good stuff. We'd love to have you down there. I'm also renting myself out as a personal nemesis. So <laughs> if, I've been in the market. If you are looking for someone to make your life a living hell and to give you a reason to get up in the morning and hope to destroy that other person. Hmm. I'm I'm reasonable price. I don't know if I can handle you as a nemesis though, Lee. No, because no, oh fuck that. Intimidating. Could you imagine like if he was your nemesis? Oh, yeah. oh Jesus. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like he was like if he put your mind to de- like his mind to destroying you. Yeah. 
I need You're to fucking fuck. awful. I need to fuck as fuck. I gotta start lower. <laughs> I just, yeah, think, of, I just yeah. think, just think of Mr. Glass and Unbreakable. That's what would happen. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. If I had to choose, an, yeah, if I had to choose an nemesis at this table, it would be it'd be me because I'm lazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give up, and I don't have enough network. But Jay, resources. what you just said is so profoundly true because at the root of it all, mm. we are all our own personal nemesis. Lisa. Lisa. Somebody, so, somebody put my head back in my brain. It's about to explode. <laughs> How about we put your brain back in your head? Yeah, see, I can't mind wrap. <laughs> help me, help me, Lisa. Uh, Shannon Barnson, everyone. Hey, I think West Valley's your nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> where you like, live? I'm, like, I'm sitting here trying to think. What's my, nem- it's who's where my you, nemesis? It's where you live. Yeah. Where the kids? Actually, you know, I figured I can get uh, on a train mm-hmm. about like six blocks from uh, the house. Yeah. I can come back to uh, civilization seven minutes. Yeah. That's true. That's true. The West Valley Hat Hub to Lucky 13, where I do my goddamn pub quiz, which is amazing. Which you should go to every Wednesday night. Yeah. Get there about 7.30. Yeah. Just just don't tell those other West Valley people you can do that. Yeah. We don't, don't want to know. Know. We don't want to I did a spelling <laughs> lesson on the train. This girl is on the, she works at the Olive Garden. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> she got off. Unlimited and breadsticks. And, and she, like, for some reason, this complete stranger looks at me and goes, how do you spell Illegal. Oh, like she's shit. writing a handwritten note and I go from working the set I was like well just use the part of the words that you know how do you, you. No, no, and, she's, and I'm like what part of that you know let's break it into uh, its pieces bail and she goes I know how to spell legal I'm like well, yes. okay I'm like how do you spell that L-E-G-A-L right and I was like it's ill legal that sounds like too many L's is, to me well, ill has two L's. Right. Legal has an L. So right. He, so it's it's a prefix. Yeah. Ill means not. So I got to take an L right? out? I'm just so, glad like, that... And I can't fucking help it. It's terrible. I'm just glad that Shannon's taking every moment on the train as a teaching moment yeah. on the train. My whole life's a teaching moment. I just moment noticed now. that the, the way that Tony counts three is three. the shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. Lucky you, Mrs. Eccles. You got two, and then the one at the end. He counts yeah. three with yeah. the shocker. Yeah. You skip the third one, finger. Two. Don't do that in LA, man. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I would like to say, mm-hmm. I don't have. Her I nemesis. don't really think I have a nemesis. Her nemesis. Except is maybe English. Judah Freelander. Really? Mm. But I think I. No. I picked up his shit. I don't know. <laughs> Who's um, I would like to say, I think the key to life is if you haven't seen American Ham. Which you should. American Ham? American Ham on Netflix. Hmm. Nick Offerman's uh, oh, one man yeah. show. Okay. We had Sundance last year. Yeah, and it's, oh, it's amazing. And it's basically his uh, self help. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, but he talks about sex with Megan Mullally a lot. Right. Well, who wouldn't? Yeah. I, we like to sit at home in 69, gently <laughs> as the sun goes down over and the And I patio. sing her this song. <laughs> and it's great. But his first advice was uh, practice romantic love. Yep. Well, I'll be damned. You'll and also, you also, dude. Know, I'm doing it. And I'm fucking loving it. You'll Ron know. Swanson. You'll know that, it, but he's not Ron Swanson in this. He's Nick Offerman. <laughs> he's Nick Offerman, which is fantastic. But and do you guys also know he's the star of the next season of Fargo? Oh, oh, he's on it. He's the lead character. Nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I guess Parks and Rec's done. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You, you know, it's you know, you're in for a great. treat on that video because uh, on the. That they show little little pictures, little stills from the video. Um, there's a clip or a, a still of him um, without a shirt on 
on a uh, giant boulder. Uh, yeah, howling at the moon. Howling at the moon. Yeah. He's, he's on all four. He's on all fours. Without a shirt on, howling, and you just look at him and go, what a majestic <laughs> bastard that well, is. Seriously, I love that guy. I, I, I'm going to buy his book. He has a book called yeah. Row Your Own Canoe, mm-hmm. uh, which he shills constantly during this one-man show. <laughs> yep. And I've got, a, I've got a Ron Swanson bust that Charlie bought me for Christmas. Oh, really? That says, I would like all the eggs and bacon you have. <laughs> Ron Swanson. <laughs> this last season of Parks and Rec has been great because it's it takes place in the future. In the future, yeah. right? And uh, he started his own business. Very good. I heard that John. With, with his brothers. <laughs> yeah. Very no. good bus- building and construction yeah. company. You I see wanted, this? I wanted the title to convey what we do without being ostentatious. <laughs> <laughs> He's so great. He, he really is. Oh. And it's funny because you hear him talk about when he first came to Hollywood like twenty five years ago, and his agent said. Right now, I'm not so sure, but when you hit your sheriff years, your you're going to be unstoppable. <laughs> and he, and he, he talks about this. He says, you know, and what the funny part is, I, I hit my sheriff years, and I've been working ever since. Yeah, that's I, crazy. And I honestly think I'm in my sheriff years at this point. Hey, there you go. Yeah. You've been watch, but watching uh, Parks and Rec, knowing that he's married to Megan Mullally, and this, the little guest spot she has on there, yeah. when mm-hmm. she's trying to seduce him. Tammy. Well, especially the last hilarious. one she was on, where she's getting naked and, in and, the library. and trying, trying to mount him in the library. Oh, man. I, I'd do her. Hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would only like, an honest would you, moment. I would, would only do her as her character for I would love to go to dinner with those two. Could you I, imagine? That would be interesting. Yeah. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. I bet their fights are awesome. Okay. I don't imagine that he raises his voice. No. I can't really see. Oh, I that. bet he he doesn't, and he eggs her on, and she gets more and more angry, exercised and loud. Yeah, yeah. and he oh. sits there and just takes it. You know. Well, you're right, honey. <laughs> or he or he just makes a statement and then is quiet. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Triple T. Quad T, actually. Quad T! We promoted him. Yeah. Not quite Admiral. Tony, the no. designated <laughs> but driver. That's okay. Designated driver and producer of this podcast. Yeah. My nemesis? Junk food. Oh. oh that's, that's my a good nemesis. nemesis. But how do you destroy it? How do you he make it? fucks it up. <laughs> yeah. See, the only way to uh, destroy a nemesis that is junk food is to avoid it entirely. Yeah. And I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have that problem then, with then your food nemesis winning. <laughs> It's like getting yeah. a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Got to avoid it. All right. Thank you very much. Wait. Um, oh. Our host. Oh. Nobody's the Care Bear. Yeah. The Care Bear himself. Karen Jackson. Karen Jackson. I'm. I'm actually several people's nemeses. I've got a couple. Keeps Ooh, you, keeps and you I love it. Yeah, I've got keeps a few. You on, keeps you on your toes. You know. <laughs> you know what's funny is like I cleared out my whole nemesis uh, role. After Jeffy died? Yeah. Oh, really? You, I got you, rid of them all. You, you let it go? I have no nemesis. Hmm. I'm my own nemesis, but I do have a few like actual nemesis. Nemeses I've had many. I've had generational nemeses. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's some epic I, that's, level that's, shit. That's, that's something that it, it's, a, it's a character flaw, but it has made me what I am. Uh, any, any therapist <laughs> will tell you it's not a good idea to have, you know, hold grudges like that. Yeah. But it has what has made me what I am. I like that though. Um, I it began in grade school. There were three or four of them. Yeah. Oh shit! That I were my mortal enemies, wow. and I and I finally have kept up with them, and and three of them are dead now. And yeah! uh, not, I'm glad about that. You know, and You're I winning. I, <laughs> I, I and, it. and it's it's terrible to say, but I saw another human being died, and I went good. Well, I love the look on your face, <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> I loved the look on your face when we were talking about uh, Kid Craddock dying. I went. 
Good. And part of me is just <laughs> like, oh, that, that kind of sucks. And then again, yeah. I kind of hate him because I my, have... my radio show got taken off the air to syndicate Kid Craddock. So. I, I lost an all-night job because of him. Yeah, wow. he was he I, was he was doing mornings here I'm in Salt Lake, and I I was pulled in to do all nights. And the funny thing is, his grudge against your station uh-huh. lasted until he died. He, yeah, I would be sitting there yeah. doing prod in the studio, listening to him crack jokes about some little ex some little ex punk station that operates out of a trailer in nowhere in, in Utah. But yet at the same time, he was trying. I mean, he was a multimillionaire in Houston, <laughs> yeah. multimillionaire in Houston. But he kept trying to get on in Salt Lake and succeed here, yeah. and he never could. Couldn't he never could get a foothold. That's because he was and a Piece of shit, that and dead motherfucker. Die. I feel like cyborg right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, all right, y'all seen Justice League uh, Doom? Yeah, yeah. And where you know, y'all, you know, the plot where where uh, the whole Justice League they start going through those crazy situations, and, and it realizes Batman and actually did it. Remember, that? is that is that War or Doom? I That's can't Doom. That's yeah, Doom. Yeah. No, the one where they use all Batman shit. To right. Fucking yeah, yeah. And so and so and cyborg, <laughs> the cyborg's like. He's a new guy, and like they was like talk about like they had a meeting at the end, and they <laughs> and like Cyborg was like, "Yo, y'all fucking crazy." This Hold like, on we, to his brain. Hold on, his, his brain is exploding. Like, again. I feel like because I, I just learned some no, shit about this, you, man. This, this guy, crazy. no, this <laughs> you this, diabolical fucking. He Jackson. is the. Oh, you guys, that is one word I would use to describe Kerry Jackson. Diabo- uh, diabolical, I, yeah, like yeah. motherfucker Jones. Jack, diabolical Jay. Jackson. Yeah. That's Jay. why I'm glad. Like I'm. I'm on the side. When, <laughs> when I when I finally broke into radio, yeah. okay, because I'd interned, I'd done my little thing, I finally get my own show. I'm in I'm in Central Oregon, yeah. and I apply for a job at his station, and he writes back. It's one of the few handwritten correspondences I've ever had from Carrie, <laughs> and it says, "I will always love you. I will always cherish you as a brother. But if you come to this city opposite me." I will destroy you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diabolical Jackson. Yeah. And so I said, I'm never going up against Carrie because no. <laughs> Fuck, man. And I, I, I will also say I do have a nemesis. You do. I, I don't know go. where he is. Probably in West Valley. Okay. His name is Terry Gardner. Ooh, okay. <laughs> this kid fucking terrorized me all the way through junior high Name school. and names. Nice. And I'd like to find him. And I'd like to run him over with my car. Wow. That got dark quick. Yeah. yeah. Dustin, Dustin Baltazar, you terrorized me through kindergarten and sixth grade. You were the only Filipino kid in a, in a school full of black children, and you hated me because I liked Nirvana, and I liked Icon, the, uh, the DC version. Oh, yeah, of, uh, yeah. The, yeah. From the Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, F- fucked with me my entire find life. I don't, out, know, find I don't out, know where he is. No, wanna... find out where he is right now uh-huh. and relish his his. I'm gonna Google that his, motherfucker right now. When, failure. When you know? when I when I started getting uh, email Fuck. messages from people telling me that my high school nemesis was a shift manager at a Jamba Juice in his 40s. Yes, yeah. I was so excited. Who was it? Say it. Who gives a fuck? John Poe, dude. Oh yeah, John Poe. I remember that guy was the guy. That guy was the butt. That guy was actually. And people to this day, every single letter is like, John Poe a real guy. Yeah, huh. this guy we went to high school. Oh, I went to high school with. Yeah. Dude, so he was a senior. Crazy, when I, was a right I was so pretty good. I remember, I remember him. Everybody liked me in high school. I remember him telling me that you know I didn't understand punk rock. I didn't understand this. I didn't understand that. everything was lame. Mm-hmm. And that guy gave me shit every time I saw him from tenth grade until I was well into my twenties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he ended up being the butt of every joke I told. So if I had a, if I had a bit where somebody wanted to write, uh, they, you know, they write in a letter. And they'd write a letter about, oh, I just had a really bad situation. I found out my wife's cheating on me, and I've been cheating on her, blah, blah, blah. I'd always change 
the name at the end of the letter to John Poe. Po. <laughs> That's yeah. why I thought he was fake. No, he's he was my he was my nemesis for, there was, for uh, decades. There was a guy in high school, and uh, he he uh, I, I was exposed to the blues early on, and it, it did not sit well in a farming community surrounded by a bunch of rednecks. I fell in love with the blues in high school, and and was crazy about it, and was researching it, and you know John Lee Hooker and Muddy Waters and all oh, this yeah. great music, you know, and uh, and I would get called uh, a terrible name, Jay. Uh, Okay. The oh, N word? A, a, a lover. Yeah, I was saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Oh, wow. And so that was terrible. But anyway, there was this other guy who thought he knew more about blues than I did. And he wrote in my yearbook uh, You've brought a whole new uh, meaning to blues awareness, perhaps a cosmic barrier. I didn't realize he was dissing me at the time, I was too stupid. <laughs> but I realized a few months later after I read that, oh, he's saying I don't know shit about the blues. All right. He, did he diss you about blues with a Star Trek reference? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's kind of in your kind of smart. Yeah, in that was your fucking, yearbook. That was uh, like some severe nerdy shit. I I thought about making him my nemesis, and I did for a while. <laughs> but then I found out once I started to succeed in in radio because of something that he wanted to do, I found out that about once a year he would check up on me to see if I was doing it, and he would ask friends, you know. You can't really make money doing that, can you? You know, shit like that. Not much. The fact that I found out a couple of years ago that he was still checking up on me, that's a secret nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> that's a well, different so kind on. of nemesis. Motherfucker doesn't have a radio? No. Oh. He, well, he won't He won't listen. Or says, my, says he won't. My, anyway. my old co-host became a nemesis for a while, yeah. and now he's around. But here's, here's the deal with all of you guys. You're, you're, you're building success, and as you build success... <laughs> I'm uh, not. You will... <laughs> Shannon, you are, actually. Yeah, um, you, are. You, are, you are building success in areas that you're not necessarily looking at. But you Shit, are... God, I love Jesus. You are generating nemesis mm-hmm. as you progress. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You don't even have to get yourself a nemesis because you're making yourself a nemesis for other people. Mm-hmm. There are people that cannot stand your success, Carrie. Oh, yeah. And it drives them crazy. That that <laughs> fuels me, though. <laughs> to that the, to, that to fuels the verge, me. To the verge of well, suicide. There hold re- on. Cause like, like most of the iTunes early iTunes uh, mm-hmm. reviews... We're saying that I were that I was a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah but see, the, this is, the difference is, is that these are nobodies yeah. that are saying that when it's your peers. Yeah, that yeah. are that well, are that are angry different. at you. Do I have a peer? <laughs> Nobody is your peer. It's it's like currently, <laughs> currently I'm relishing. I'm relishing the demise of a couple of nemeses, mm-hmm. some that have just moved here from Arizona, and I'm watching their ratings and just going, yeah. There you go. You oh, stepped into the wrong dojo, and I'm enjoying it. Right, you stepped I'm, into I'm like, I'm like, brown, I'm, motherfucker. Unlike my nemesis, at least they have ratings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and yeah. Shannon, Shannon, part of the reason why it would be very easy for you, uh, for someone to decide that you were their nemesis, is because you do it very easily. Whatever you apply yourself to, you do it mm-hmm. so easily. And there have been times where I have watched you in action and said, "God, I don't know, I don't know how he fucking does it. He just throws it down." And he, and, he, and he slathers that Barnson charm on it, and then <laughs> next thing you know, <laughs> that is the exact sound I make when I think about your charm. <laughs> what was that again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That Barnson charm will get you a long way. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> we really should start the show. <laughs> Twenty-eight minutes after 20, these minutes. No, I promise. We'll talk, we'll talk about Star Wars or some stupid show. <laughs> Coming up in a moment. After, After these, these messages, messages, we'll be right back. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> 
Dr. Volt's Comic Connection for the month of March. Oh, they got a lot of stuff planned for you. Be sure to go in Saturday, March 28th for the March Madness Sale. 20% off all back issues and more. A lot of great deals going on for the March Madness Sale. This month, they have a huge number of great books coming out. Uh, in the Marvel Star Wars line, Princess Leia finally gets her own miniseries. And also for Marvel, fan favorite and my personal favorite, making his triumphant return, Howard the Duck, in his own monthly title. Marvel is also releasing their brand new theme park ride tie-in. It's called Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Be sure to check that one out. For a blast from the past, there's comics coming for Gem and the Holograms and Miami Vice, oddly enough. (laughs) It's going to be a great month for comics. And of course, the beginning of the end of the Marvel Universe as you know it. What am I talking about? I think it would be best if you just went in and asked the helpful, informed folks at Dr. Volts about Secret Wars. Dr. Volts, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. Open seven days a week, 2043 East, 3300 South. I'll see you next Wednesday. And if you're all about the digital, drvolts.com has your link to their Comixology store so you can give the doctor a little love. Dr. Volts. Hey, Geek Show, Lee here. I'd like to invite you to Fresh Compassion Eatery, my tasty little corner of Salt Lake City. At Fresh, we focus on plant-based cuisine, but that doesn't mean you're getting a sawdust platter with a side of dehydrated kale flakes for lunch. Our passion is full-flavored dishes like our signature Fancy Boy Wrap, eggless egg salad, and the all-new Full Whitaker Nachos. We have a lot of fantastic heart-healthy salads, soups, and entrees that will fill you up without emptying out your wallet. Also, check out our full-service vegan coffee bar and our pastry case full of incredible goodies from Cakewalk Vegan Bakery. And you never know, I just might have the latest scoop on your favorite geek stuff. That's Fresh Compassion Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201 in Salt Lake City. We're open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You can also call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277. Get all that info at FreshEats.com. And thanks, Geek Show, for helping make Fresh such an awesome reality. Broken news, and welcome to it. I am your host, Kerry Jackson, and um, because of a weird schedule that I had this week, I was unable to connect with the rest of the guys to join me for Broken News this week. I hope you're enjoying the uh, episode, Benadryl Cowboy, also known as the motivational episode, where I think you learn a little bit too much about each one of us, especially me, I'll be honest. Mm. So anyway, I'm just sitting down here in the in the basement, listening to uh, <clears throat> listening to soul coughing and getting ready to give you some broken news. So here we go. All right. <clears throat> now the big news this week there were, there were a couple of three or four uh, stories that were uh, pretty big this week, and uh, one uh, is that Neil Blomkamp is you know as, as we told you earlier is in fact going to be getting the next Alien movie, but this is the fascinating part of this whole equation. As I look at it here, he just, he was, uh, you know, he's out promoting Chappie, which opens this weekend, and uh, here's what he said. Um, He's working on a script for the new Alien film, the Alien franchise. He says that the sequel is going to completely disregard the events of Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. He says, I want this film to feel like it is literally the genetic sibling of Aliens. So it's Alien, the first one, Aliens, and then this movie. So I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, I didn't 
hate Alien 3 or Alien Resurrection. They're not my favorites. I mean, I think everybody agrees that the first one is great and the second one is great. And after that, it kind of, you know. So this is kind of interesting. And uh, Sigourney Weaver, who is in Chappie, uh, who worked with Neil Blomkamp, and they got to know each other, and that's how this whole thing happened. She uh, said uh, she would like to take Ripley out of orbiting around in space, as she did at the end of the second, and give a proper finish to what was such an excellent story. So uh, let's not forget that Joss Whedon uh, was involved with uh, one of these films. <laughs> Alien, I think it was Alien 3. So don't forget that. Anyway, so that that's, I thought was kind of a fascinating story that, uh, that they were going to do it that way. So uh, there you go. All right, uh, Star Wars, Star Wars news. Got some Star Wars news. We had the uh, Clone Wars uh, season finale, and uh, they're talking about season two. And, uh, you know, there was the Clone Wars cartoon before Disney took over and and got rid of that and and made Star Wars Rebels. It's long been rumored that a beloved Clone Wars character would show up in the current cartoon series. Uh, Latest news is that Ahsoka Tano is going to be a guest star in the season premiere of uh, Star Wars Rebels, which is coming soon. Uh, It's also going to feature Emperor Palpatine and... uh, Darth Vader. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, so there you go. That's uh, That'll be uh, some Star Wars news for you there. How about that? All right, now I've got, uh, let me see, what do we want to go with next? Oh, let's go with uh, the, <laughs> last week it was going around, I think it's been pulled off the internet, um, there was this 15-minute uh, R-rated, and I'll call it fan film, uh, the Power Rangers and it had my darling little Katie Sackoff in it. And uh, everybody thought it was cool. Jay was the first one that alerted me to it. He was just, he was in. He was like totally in. He was just like, I, I love this. This is, this is fucking great. And, uh, you know, and he, he made me watch it. He knew, he knows I love little Katie Sackoff. And uh, it was very cool. And it was an adult take on the Power Rangers. And everybody that I talked to was just freaking out and just loving it. Well, you didn't talk with the Green Ranger, Jason David Frank. <laughs> Here's what he had to say about the adult Power Rangers short film. I know there are a lot of fans out there that love it and all that stuff, but I'm just a PG-13 guy. The cuss words, the drugs, all this other stuff, it doesn't fly with me. Well, glad that we heard from you. Extra time, all right. Extra wide. Uh, let's see... Got, uh, we got some uh, some big news from uh, for fans of uh, these two, um, especially a fan of Matt Fraction. Uh, we interviewed him early on when this podcast was started, and he it was back when he said, uh, "I'd like to write uh, Thor. I'd like him to take his hammer and smash things." And and you know he was just a young up and comer in the Marvel universe, and now he's the legendary Matt Fraction. Um, but he has uh, kind of left Marvel, and he's doing his own thing with uh, with his wife uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick. And uh, they have made a deal to develop projects for Universal TV, their own production company. And, you know, it's not just the comics that they're doing now, but it's other stuff. But at the top of the list, apparently, is this comic, and you should go to Dr. Volts and pick it up, called Sex Criminals. Um, (laughs) 
I don't know how you make this into a series, but it's it's for those and most of you don't know. Uh, two lovers discover that they have the ability to stop time when they orgasm, and so what do you do if you have the ability to stop time? Well, you fuck a lot, of course, and you rob banks. Now that's <laughs> that's the plot <laughs> of sex criminals. Yeah, let's make that a TV show. Uh, yeah, it would definitely have to be on Showtime or some kind of show like that. But anyway, congratulations to Matt Fraction and Kelly, Kelly Sue DeConnick uh, with his deal with Universal TV to develop shows like Sex Criminals. I'd like them to do another one that they're involved in. Bitch Planet is <laughs> would be a lot of fun. I've got four of those issues. I've got to pick them up and read them here uh, real quick. All right, so let's see. What else we got broken news-wise? Uh, oh, here's, here's here. how about this? Uh, the movie Maggie is coming out May 8th. It's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I wish Tony was here to do the accent for me. A release date for Maggie, the Arnold Schwarzenegger zombie movie. He is the father of Abigail Breslin, who is Maggie, who becomes a zombie. Yes, here's the description. Maggie tells the story of a deadly zombie virus that has put a plague on the world when Maggie, a vivacious young woman, becomes infected. Her father brings her home to let her be with the family. As Maggie's condition worsens, their relationship is tested. A father's love on uh, holding on stronger than the disease. This heart-wrenching twist in the zombie apocalypse puts a human face on the inexplicable horror. Boo! Yeah, not with Arnold in there. <laughs> It's coming out a week after the Avengers, so I don't know if uh, anyone will really see it. All right, let's uh, let's move on to uh, Daredevil. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is uh, some information that we got about uh, the Daredevil um, a TV show, which is uh, coming on Netflix real, real quick here. Uh, let's see, in April, as a matter of fact. Um, but we didn't know where it fit in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, we, we found out Marvel Television's Emma Fleischer confirmed in an interview with Empire Magazine that uh, the, uh, the show, the Daredevil show, takes place shortly after the Avengers. She says, we're still a part of the Marvel Universe, but we're not explicitly in that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. world. We're in our own corner. So the aliens came down, ruined the city, and this is the story of Hell's Kitchen's rebuild. So... There's that. Um, there's apparently a, a framed newspaper in uh, the office uh, of the New York Bulletin in the show showing Stark, Stark Tower being zapped by a Chitauri laser beam. So uh, so there's that. And um, also factor in that it's being released before the Age of Ultron movie. Uh, it's probably probably won't deal with any sort of fallout from that. So it's uh, uh, Stephen S. DeKnight, one of the uh, uh, showrunners, he said... Uh, um, uh, it's it's totally up to Netflix. We'd like to do two seasons. I think it's a phenomenal season. We certainly end up in a place where we could tell many other stories. Uh, Charlie Cox, who plays Daredevil, meanwhile, not willing to say too much about how it connects to the rest of the heroes that he shares the universe with. He says the fans should look for a couple of very casual Easter egg references to other superheroes. And uh, when when Empire kind of put him, you know, put it out there, the Captain America Civil War appearance would work for Daredevil. This is what he said, and this is very telling. He said, in this show, Daredevil feels special, like a big thing, not an everyday occurrence. It's not like he's one of that lot. 
and he said it in his very British accent. One of that lot, you know. So I don't know if you're going to be seeing Daredevil appear in any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that's just me guessing, you know. That's just me guessing. That's gonna take you back to the All right, now uh, here's uh, here's what else we got. Uh, the uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron theatrical poster arrived last week. It's hideous. I'm not talking about those individual character ones that they've been putting out. Those are cool. But the big theatrical poster, it's, it's, it's not well done. But what we did find out, because at the bottom of these posters are lots of little tidbits of information in really hard-to-read print, um, what we've got, what we found out in there is that we've got um, Idris Elba is going to be in it, Haley Atwell, and Stellan Skarsgård. They're buried in those credits. Also, Anthony Mackie is in there as well. So, even though, you know, he denied it recently, he's on the poster. So maybe he's there, maybe, I don't know, film footage of, you know, oh, look, on the TV. I don't know what it would be, but there you go. So we do know that, all right? And we also know that uh, four-time Oscar-nominated composer and former frontman for Oingo Boingo, Danny Elfman, uh, is going to bring additional material to the original score by Brian Tyler. What that means, I don't know, but it'll be bouncy. Let's see. So uh, a couple more stories here, and then we'll get back to the episode, uh, Benadryl Cowboy, and, and uh, please do enjoy. Um, we've got uh, the Supergirl TV show, and the big question was, Is will Superman appear on it? Well... <laughs> In a way, I guess is the best way to answer that. You see, we found out from these casting websites where they hire actors, what they're looking for is a photo double that is five foot eleven or taller, who needs to be square jawed, and have a ripped physique. The casting call also specifies they want a body double for a DC comic superhero. And so far, the evidence is pointing to Superman. I mean, you know, because Henry Cavill's six one. Uh, so chances are we'll probably get to see Superman from afar or from the back or obstructed view or who knows. Uh, but also part of the casting thing is says you must send a body shot, shirtless sizes, uh, uh, current contact info, and uh, be sure to put in the subject line with all this information, Superman. So they kind of blew it there if they were hoping to keep anything a secret at all. And finally, I'll close with this story because this is making uh, a lot of people... Very happy. Uh, Disney has announced that it's bringing back DuckTales to Disney XD. <laughs> you remember the old DuckTales show? Uh, let's see. Uh, it won't air until 2017, but everybody's going to be in it. It looks like Scrooge McDuck, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, uh, Donald Duck is going to be in it. Other beloved characters slated to be in the new series uh, are uh, Duckworth, Gyro Gearloose, Launchpad McQuack, Flintheart Glomgold, Magicka Dispel, Poe, Ma Beagle, and the Beagle Boys, and uh, let's see, also uh, Mrs. Beakley and Webigail Vanderquack. I just like saying Webigail Vanderquack. So that's pretty much everybody. I mean, I, I guess Disney uh, has faith in the ducks. I always loved Donald anyway. All right, so uh, that's your broken news. And thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate you uh, listening. This uh, this episode is kind of strange. I won't lie to you. Um, but uh, just just a second here.
Okay. All right, I'm going to turn you back over. Uh, this is the album Ruby Vroom, by the way, from Soul Coughing. Back to the episode, Benadryl Cowboy, the motivational show. Please to enjoy. Hey, if you haven't been to the Atomic Arcade yet, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Go in and tell them Geek Show says, hey, the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday, downstairs from Cruiser's Bar. Great place to clear your head before you drive home or get in a few games during your you know work break. You know, take your party there. I've heard of some uh, friends of the program who have done that. It's a good time. The Atomic Arcade, classic arcade games at classic prices. Free admission, no hassle with tickets or admission fees. Uh, great escape from your uh, nagging girl or boyfriend or both. Uh, your kids or whatever. Perfect uh, date night even or family night. You can walk across the street to the cupcake place or the frozen yogurt place or the coffee place or the uh, Mexican food place. Classic games, they bring back all the great memories are timeless. Games like Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. You know the ones I'm talking about. Pinball as well. I love pinball. Atomic Arcade, seven days a week. They are open and open late. All games are a quarter or 50 cents. You can call them, but why bother? Just go see them. They're on Facebook at the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive, Atomic Arcade. In February, love is in the air. Did you know that Cabin Fever buys their card selection from small independent sellers? They've been doing it for over 30 years. You'll definitely find meek, geek, and freak cards for the absolute love or lust on your life on the wall at Cabin Fever. Nostalgics love Cabin Fever. They have boxes of 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s retro candy in the shape of a regular old chocolate box. They've got a limited selection of handheld computer games, including Solitaire, Yahtzee, Tetris, and Space Invaders, a wide selection of exploitation and cult reference books, reaction figures i love those for all the dirty birds out there how about cinema sewer publication sex press the sexual revolution in the underground press a 70s glamour book art of burlesque coffee table and for the music lover on your list the entire tarantino experience cd volume one two and three featuring two discs per volume of amazing retro music from his body of work They've been enjoying their customers for over 30 years. Located in the heart of Trolley Square, at the corner of 5th South, 7th East, at Cabin Fever, they choo-choo-choose you. And we're back. Hey! <sighs> Woo! All right. Um, <laughs> wow, that was, that, was, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we want to see our enemies driven before us <laughs> crush them and see the lamentations of their women. Do you know how many times I've quoted that to myself? <laughs> every day. Just about. How about in the past? It says it in the mirror every day. Is, is that the Martin family? About the like, past 35 years of my life. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, the, in the mirror is what my, uh, I think I've said it before in this show, my, my the, father's old roommate. Yeah. Just said, you good-looking son of a bitch. I hope you never die. <laughs> yeah, and then he'd go, hey, David, I can't wait for tomorrow. Why is that? Because I get better looking every day. <laughs> and he'd go to work. And my dad's like, what an egotistical shit. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I bet, I bet you right now somebody somebody listening to the show has probably walked in like to the other office of, of their fucking office nemesis and smashed their fucking face with a keyboard. Geek Show told me to do it! Uh, <laughs> I know, like, I think actually our fans would more like just like walk in and break their coffee cup on the ground yeah. or something. What you no. have to do, kids, listening yeah. at home, if you really truly have your nemesis picked out, you need to get a picture of them. You need to put it on your mirror. And every night, after you finish brushing your teeth, before you hop in bed, you need to say these words. Here we go. To the last. I grapple with thee. From hell's heart, I stab at thee. For hate's sake, I spit my last breath at thee. 
Nice. Look what look what look what Khan did with his yeah. nemesis. Yeah. And he got off of the planet and everything. And he was quoting Moby Dick. He was, yes. Um, That's fucking dope, man. All right. This episode was fucking awesome. I spit my last breath at you. I hope. You know what? If you do decide to do something with your nemesis, or, or at least you know, take a take the next step, send us, send us an email. Well, see, yeah. here's the thing. But nothing, no names, no incriminating yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. yeah like no but names. Here's, here's the thing. It, it should never be, like you said, smashing the keyboard over no. the head. No. It, the best way to get revenge on your enemy is to be happy and successful. Yep. Yeah, happy. Beat, well. beat them at their own game. Absolutely. Living well. Yeah. well it's happy a, it's as a, fuck. It's, yes. an old, it's an old world saying, the best oh, revenge God. is a good life. Exactly. I yeah. just realized I totally have a nemesis and I can't talk about it at all on air. Yeah. You just realized. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, exactly. exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> your no, pe- your no, penis has been my nemesis before. That is the absolute truth. Be, be happier and, and, and healthier and more successful than they are. And I they have, will fucking lose exactly. their shit. I have not had interaction of, of any kind with my nemesis for decades. I wish I could say the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but knowing that mm-hmm. I've crushed him, yeah. that's the best part. You know, relishing each one of his failures. That's the best part. And some people might say that shallow, but I would it's say it's not. It's, but to them, I'd no, say, okay, but hang on, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's okay. what I'd say. Well, I'd where say. we can't say names or anything like that because, yeah. But the shit that our nemesis have nemesi is that plural? I nemesis? think so. Nemesis, That the shit they pulled, fuck them. Yeah, yeah, fuck them exactly. Right and and then they deserve everything they're getting. Exactly. And now the yeah the nemesis that I realize I have yeah I I, I get that yeah and mm. I'm gonna live fucking happy. That's the key. I'm gonna crush every obstacle. I'm a CEO baby. Crush every obstacle. Whoa. God damn. Pop pop pop. <laughs> and when someone comes up to you and says so and so is really upset about such and such, you say who? Who? Yeah. And and with that all said, God, Aquaman looks good. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah let's do a show, y'all. All right, let's yes. do a show. We ain't talking yes, about nothing, does. geek. Uh, I promised we'd do some Star Wars. All right, you want to talk about Star Wars? Is there something Wars. happening with Star, Star Wars? Or? Wars? Who's the nothing but Star Wars? It was so, Wish these were our wars it was so so sky. great seeing Bill Murray do that bit again. <laughs> the Jaw song is so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you you wanted to uh, uh, kind of open this up. Yes. Lesus. Lesus is, yes. is about to impart some wisdom on your head. Oh, uh, is he taking control yeah. of the show? He's he's gonna he's <laughs> gonna he's gonna give us some wisdoms. Hey. All right, All right. everybody, hold on. Speak on it, my homie. Hold on. Hmm? <laughs> I don't know what I just did there. <laughs> I think that's okay. It was a sign of affirmation. Speak on it means to uh, please tell us more. Ah. Yes. I'm going to tell all of you boys and girls out there, all of you people. All, all of my brothers and sisters out in Geek Sylvania, um, <laughs> you got a problem. You've got a big problem, and you need help. This is great going along with the theme of this show, the motivational show. This is Lisa's laying some knowledge on you. Does he have an intervention? To he- yes. Uh, yes. He this is, is here to help. Let's hear it. This is, this is my fireside chat to a degree. You need to calm the fuck down about Star Wars. Calm the fuck down! You got to calm the fuck down about Star Wars because it's not. Episode 7 is not, and I'm going to say it again, is not, cannot, will not be the movie you think it's going to be. Calm the fuck down. Because here's what's happening. You're doing the same thing you did before Phantom Menace came out. You're getting all worked up. You're bitching about lightsabers. Wait, wait. You're You're getting... Freaked out about lightsaber designs. You're freaking out about character names. You're freaking out about costume designs. You're freaking out about shit. Leaked art 
that isn't even real art mm-hmm. from the movie. Mm-hmm. You're freaking out about that, and you're weighing in on it. Mm-hmm. You don't know a goddamn thing about mm-hmm. this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. In December. Calm us the fuck down. We are nine months away from this movie. Nine months. That's like the gestation of a human. Exactly. I can mm-hmm. fucking have a kid by then. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You could bring baby Rosa Sharn Martin wow. to see this movie. Uh, <laughs> What's the baby's name again? Rosa Sharn. Oh, okay. Rosa Sharn? Rosa, Rosa Sharn. Rosa Sharn. Oh, I said Sharn. Sharn. Obviously, you did not read Grapes of Wrath. Sharn and Martin. Got it. Sharn and Martin. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Just, just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Relax. Wait for the movie. Go see the movie. Mm-hmm. And then you can bitch and gripe and complain about it. Because frankly, you will. You're, well, dri- you're, you're all driving me nuts. Here's no. the thing, though. Just a little bit. I'm not getting worked up over it. I'm, I'm excited either. because the prequels knocked me to the fucking ground. And yeah. it, now they have to earn my trust back. Yeah. Right. But I'm, I wasn't addressing you. So logic. Much, Jimmy. You weren't addressing logic. No, I was not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm basically talking to the masked uh, hysterical slathering fanboys out there sure. and fangirls for that matter yeah. who are so dissatisfied with everything that has been thrown at them right now. I've you said mean it before. 88 seconds? Because that's all you really have. I've said it before many times. We are in the golden age of geek right now. Yeah. We have been handed well, every single media is basically our best friend right now. We have seven or eight hours of television programs specifically for us. Yay, and what do we bitch about? A week. I don't like Laurel. Okay, we get an Aquaman who's actually uh, a Pacific Islander and looks badass and is played by a really cool, humble actor. What do we bitch about? Tattoos. Hair. We got a Star Wars movie coming out where I saw the first lightsaber that I've seen since 1977 that made me go, oh, holy shit. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. And what are the rest? The shit, oh, go ahead. Slathering fanboys out there are howling at the fucking moon <laughs> of Endor. That star. <laughs> Going on and on and on about that's how that's no, not possible. That's See, no moon. Just I, calm the fuck down. My my only thing is like it it, it can't be worse than episode one. It can't. It can't. If it does, if it going, does, I will find JJ there and beat is him. Going to be someone out there who says it's the worst. Well, yeah. ever. But here's the thing. Here's There's, the thing. Yeah, right. but you know what? Those are people seeking clicks on their fucking articles. They do that shit because it's, they know it, they it, want it'll the, get they attention. Want, they want the clickbait. It's like uh, the people that say worst movie uh, worst movie ever made and they show a picture from the Kingsman and you go and read the article and there's not a single mention of Kingsman. Yeah. So. Well, here's the thing. As, as the senior members at the table, because we're old as fuck. Right? Speak for yourself. Yeah. Well, I'm saying us three sitting here. Oh, okay. We grew up as... I'm going to say it, true geeks. We were fucking persecuted. Yeah. Ostracized. We were uh, beat up. Yes. Chased a boat. Yes. Called a faggot. You learned not to wear your Star Trek uniform to school. Or your your pajamas. And here's the thing. I look at this world and I, and like, so like kids that that go to my school, Mm -hmm. they have like mohawks. I was like, I used to get beat up for that. Yeah. You know, you never dream of it. Right. Um, all the stuff you like, you can bring it to school. Yeah, like my, I used to, I used to bring a Hot Wheels uh, car thing to school, like in the sixth grade. Uh, like, remember the wheel? It was yeah. the, the the carrying case. Yeah, that looked like a wheel. Oh yeah, it was yeah. shaped like a wheel, mm-hmm. and you put all your cars in it. Yeah. No, I put all my fucking Star Wars Smurfs movies. in it. Oh, your Smurfs? I put my fucking Smurfs in it. Oh, right? that's just wrong. <laughs> but what I'm saying, you deserve to get your ass kicked. But no, but here's the thing. Like when I was. In junior high school, mm-hmm. I snuck my fucking Transformers to school, mm-hmm. and I talked to, I mean, my friend Carl Clark would be like, oh, 
you got some new Transformers? So we charged, and but it, it was like we were fucking like having sex in a bathroom, right? <laughs> we're like it was like total Go secret. But you know what I mean? It's just like are we speaking I in hyperbole? This, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But I'm like looking at the world we live in now, where it's like. It's mainstream. It is. Yeah. It is the world now. If I could and change the, the name thing. of the show, it would become the mainstream pop culture show. That's right. true. You know? Well, that's, that's, that's where that's where they're right. that's where the big danger of all this is, though, is that they're they're building it up so big and so well, so. Uh, going along with what Shannon's talking about, you know what my son's doing right now as we talk. Hmm. My son has spent the last two months building replica armor from Fallout Three, and he is down in oh, Central Utah cool. right now in an abandoned ghost town. Uh, playing live action Fallout. Are you serious? And he's not by himself. Can I hang out with him? <laughs> there are dozens of them. That is awesome. I like this. I like this cosplay when he got the Fallout goggles. Yeah, they got the Fallout but, the armor and all yeah, that. Shit. But back awesome. back to your focus about particularly Star Wars Seven. Let's do take it back to pre Phantom Menace, and that was pre internet. All we had was what we see. could see occasionally, yeah. and in our heads. Yeah, I remember. We I remember built the that first, shit up. The I first wonder, time I saw Boba Fett was. At a Skaggs drugstore in West Valley City in a Starlog magazine, and yeah. they had they had a picture on the cover of Boba Fett. Yeah, and I remember seeing him going, "What a badass motherfucker yeah. this guy is!" And in my head, until I got my mail away figure later on that summer, yeah, in my head, I painted every single scenario, every single possible scenario of what this guy could be. And guess what? I was so wrong. When Boba Fett showed up in his three and a half minutes of glory in Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> I I I was still blown away by him because. I did not allow my own obsessive, meticulous fanboyisms yeah, yeah. to destroy who, who I, this And that's this like the same with, wonder, the, with, with the Aquaman. Come on. <laughs> yep. I wonder what, I mean, honestly, obviously my, you know, when I was in the same age as you guys, when you're saying you were, you know, tormented and whatnot, you know, I, I never got my ass kicked or something like that, but I was definitely on the outskirts of, you know, I wasn't, but I had my friends, you know, a mm-hmm. close niche. Yeah. But I wonder how would life have been different with the anonymity that the internet brought? You know what I mean? Like we always say, yeah, you can sit there and bitch about anything you want because there's no yeah. repercussions well, of it. But it also gives people the, you know, I'm sure your kid or anybody's kids out there can join little groups that, you know, hey, I live here, you live here, like that. You know, the 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 being able to um, the communication makes it much smaller. You don't have to be in the same neighborhood. I think when it's constructive, that's fantastic. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I, yeah, but I, I wonder how it would have been different. How early it would have changed things? I, I think what what Lee's trying to convey is. Yeah, it's cool to be excited about this. Yeah. It, great. Uh, you know, ride that high. But don't feed into all that shit out there in yeah. the internet. You well, know? Brian Young and I do a panel at every single one of the Comic-Cons, whether it's FanX or Comic-Con. We do this panel called What Do We Know About Episode 7. You yeah. were there at this last one. Yeah. And I shit you not, every single time we do this, this panel, two or three people get up to complain about something from the Expanded Universe. You know, well, do you yeah. think, and, and some of them are actually so delusional, they think that they're going to see Expanded Universe stuff, you know, Yuzhan Vong, whatever else in Episode 7. We always tell them the same thing. It doesn't exist. Get over it. Move on. Yeah. And guess what? It, it is great to be excited about Star Wars. It is fantastic to say, we've got a new Star Wars movie coming out mm-hmm. this year. It's it's also because... Um, but, but let it happen to you. Yeah, let it wash over you, man. Yeah. Don't, Just, don't create the one in your head and then be mad because you didn't get Admiral Thrawn or whoever right. the fuck and, up there. And yeah. that movie you're you making know? in your head is badass. It's badass. And Keep cherish it, up there. it. Cherish it yeah. because it's it is badass and it is yours and that crazy motherfucker is your Star Wars story. Yeah. And go ahead and write it down, draw it, express make it in it. some way that you can. But, but in the meantime, it's JJ Abrams' turn to make a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Right. Let's let's fucking exactly. give the guy Don't, a chance to make that movie. You know what I'm actually what? 
what ahead. you're saying is don't let it ruin what you're going to get. Yes. No. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could, it's not, you know, you put your, you, you set the bar too high. It's never going to match it. But you know who I'm actually more excited about than J.J. Abrams? It's Ryan Johnson. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy who made Looper. Yeah. So it's going to do, a star, it's gonna do the next movie. two Star Wars yeah. films. And, I, and, and I, you know what? And I wanted to do this. It, it happened at Fanex here a couple weeks back where uh, after these panels, we're able to sit around and talk to people and speculate about what we might see. Yeah. Speculation's great. Speculation's sure. exciting. Speculating, all of us have done it. We've all been in conversations. Sure. But don't be pissed how when do it doesn't show up. Yeah, how do you want Boba Fett to show up in, in Episode 7 if he does? You know, We've all had our speculation. Hand you know, out yeah. of the pit. Hand out of the pit. <laughs> oh, that's personally, personally, I just want him. You know, I want hand beat up up against the wall and troopers are getting ready to blast him down and then Fett walks into the room and says he's useless to me dad <laughs> and that and then roll credits you know right. well if you won't listen to Lisa's on this <laughs> if you don't you're an asshole if you don't you're an asshole yeah. if, but if you if you're not buying it from Lisa's buy it from your own god Mark Hamill oh. here's what he said i wish people would just relax we're not trying to play games with people. We just want to maximize their experience at the movies where it should be seen and not have it leaked over the internet. Believe me, it will be here before you know it. Forget about it. That's my advice. I'm <laughs> look forward to I'm looking forward to all the summer movies. I'm telling you, it's this is just a movie. These people that build it up in their minds like it's going to be the second coming of I don't know what, they're bound to be disappointed. Yep. I'm glad that he's saying that because honestly, I, I'm tired of all the leaks and yes. all the stuff for all, all of our upcoming stuff that we're excited for. Even when Carrie I'm, Fisher brought up the drones going over the wall. Yeah, you know, and, and when I see stuff like that online, I don't even <laughs> click on it anymore because it's like... I don't. I just want to I want to see the finished product. I don't want to see all the little pieces broken apart before I get the whole. Yeah. You know? Well, it's, it's I, the same I, thing. I, I'm not clicking on anything for Age of Ultron anymore. Yeah, I want me neither. I'm at that point, too, I think about... Like, I don't mind watching a teaser, like, you know, the one that they've already seen for Star Wars. I don't mind watching, like, the first trailer That's five or six months before it comes out. Yeah. But once it starts getting within the one to two month range, I'm done. And yep. just, you know, then I'll mm-hmm. probably forget some shit. Like, oh, yeah, that was in the I trailer. I kind of want to go back to a, a simpler, more elegant time with all of this. I do, yes, too. Yes, that was a Star Wars reference. Yes, I, thank you. I, I want to... I want that trailer to hit me at Age of Ultron. Yeah. I don't want to know anything until then. I don't want to have that organic, oh, holy fuck, I just saw this with a couple hundred people. We're all going to freak out about it for a while. You know, if they, you're talking about if there was a Star Wars if, trailer. If the full Star Wars trailer hits. They shouldn't Ultron. put it before Ultron. Ultron's or, got or, his audience. Or Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. Ant-Man's where you put it because that's what, that's all, uh, Ant-Man, July? Ant-Man would need the help. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you know, because Avengers is going to make bank. Yeah. They don't yeah. need the help. Oh, yeah. So if you're doing it marketing-wise, put it in front of that one. That yep. being said, ah, look at you! Oh, oh, you're so good at this show, if, Carrie. If Thank you God. do need some Star Wars, mm-hmm. might I suggest mm-hmm. grab your swimsuit? Oh, oh shit! The Star Wars cruise, yeah! Because <laughs> oh, you know Disney owns them. You know, right. and they have, own like, and they own a cruise line. Red and green water slides interacting. <laughs> Disney has announced Disney Cruise Line will introduce a Star Wars Day to their vacation packages starting in 2016. Star Wars Day at Sea. Yeah. Disney Fantasy Cruises January 9th, January 23rd, February 6th, February 20th, March 5th, March 19th, April 10th, April 16th. We're going if to they sail. don't have blue milk for the kids, they're fucking oh, idiots. They we're, should. <laughs> we're going to sail. Aunt Baru's Cafe. There's going to be so many Slave Leia bikinis. All the cruises depart from Port Canaveral, Florida. They'll visit Cozumel, the Cayman Islands, Castaway Cay, a private island in the Bahamas owned by the Mouse House itself. Nice. Uh, You get character meet and greets with uh, Vader, Chewie, and Boba Fett. 
Daddy, Billy D. Williams looks upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's just his face. Though. Jedi Training Academy, Star Wars Trivia Games, Arts and Crafts for the Kids, Nightclubs Decked Out as the Moss Eisley Cantina with Music Characters Cocktails. Screening of the first six film of the of the six films, yeah. So that oh, means the well, okay. there's not six Star Wars movies. There are yeah, some people. No, there are some people out there who think yeah. there are six. But here's the thing: don't waste your fucking cruise watching the fucking don't. movies. I would, <laughs> I would, I would watch, I would watch two and three on a big screen again. Uh, yeah, but not on the cruise that you just spend thousands of dollars to go on. Yeah, but you're talking about five hours, four hours out of a week. It is. Much, Fig- figure it out is. how much each hour is costing you. That's I don't, not worth that fucking movie. I don't want to do math. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, screenings of uh, Rebels. You'll watch that. In addition, each cruise will have Star Wars celebrities on board for Q and A and autograph section uh, sessions. Yes. Poor Carrie Fisher will be trapped on a boat with you. Oh my god! Mm, Tie fighter frittatas tonight. <laughs> you know, fuck that. Fuck that. I, th- that makes me want to go on that cruise because I bet I could have a drink with Carrie Fisher. Yeah. I don't know if she's going. I just said Ooh. that. Okay. So, here's a wonderful to, thing, though. Trying is, to picture uh, the, the most. I kind of terif- love that lady when we met her. She I was, was trying to picture rad. the most. You know, the, the the celebrity who would not come out of her room. You know. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, oh, I want Millennium Falcon flapjacks. The, the great, the great thing for you guys though is while you're waiting over these next nine months. There, there is an embarrassing amount of incredible Star Wars out there right now that you can use to pacify yourself. The Rebels television series. There's that. Yep. If you ever wanted to know how Grand Moff Tarkin got Vader's leash, they're exploring that on Rebels. Ooh. And those comic books that Marvel are doing. Holy, Holy shit! shit. Yeah. Great. I've got to go. Like I got the shit in the car, yo. Good. I got. I, I haven't read. I haven't read. I've read one. The Vader one. I've got the, yeah, I have the opening yo. one, but I've got the, the Vader one. In the here's here's one the thing. Here's the thing with the Vader comic. Um, this is all canon, so. Excuse me. Head on. All the speculating about how long Vader and Dar- and and uh, Boba Fett have known each other. Darth Vader number one puts that to rest. They meet at the end of that issue. Ooh. And uh, what is Vader doing? Well, he's undertaking one of his favorite pastimes: choking someone, killing kids. No, there's just a bunch of burning sand people. Oh, yeah. he, awesome. he, he goes back to Tatooine just to kill more sand people. That's yeah, awesome. and the Emperor. And the I'm Emperor, so bored. And here's the best part. Here's here's why he's on Tatooine. The Emperor says, "You failed. The Death Star was destroyed." I blame you. I blame you. So, I figure you can go to Tatooine and do some work for me. It'll be like a homecoming for you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, it's, no, he's it's it's beautiful. Pal- Palpatine's treating him like shit. Wait a minute. Did I miss something? I thought he threw Palpatine down a exhaust. No, this, is, this takes place. Uh, these take place between, place like, right oh, between after two and three. Four. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Before uh, Empire Strikes Back. Okay. So we're going to see Vader's build up because at the end of, of episode four, he's low man on the totem pole, Vader is. I mean, you know, he's 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 up and people, there. And people are like shitty to him. Yeah, people are shitty to him. But at the beginning of Empire, he's like in charge of the fleet and shit. You know, so well, we're, and, and we're going to see his rise. You he, know, he had to been get to that he point. had been something at the beginning of Rebels. He's actually fairly prominent, but um, something happens in Rebels where they have to send Grand Moff Tarkin in to, to clean up a mess. And you kind of get the feeling that you know Tarkin is is amazing in Rebels, where he sees Kane and he says, "I know Jedi. That's not a Jedi." <laughs> and it's cool. it's chilling because the guy sounds like Peter Cushing. Uh, there, there are some great things going on in those Marvel Star Wars comics, and yeah. just after two issues of of regular Star Wars and one issue of Vader, I can't I'm wait in. for the Princess Leia comic. I'm right, in. the stuff is which great. I heard sadly is only uh, just a mini comic. Like it's, oh, it's a short run. 
it's, it's a short issues. run, but fuck it. Then somebody they, could do a hand solo. Somebody could do it. They've been doing know? short run comics on Marvel. I want to know more about for Dak. The last for the last three or four years. They've Ice been cream saying, machine man. But I'm just I'm, I'm on a real female kick, and it's like why why does the the one female character you got have to go into it? So that the creative team, issues. maybe the creative team, especially considering who's drawing it right now. Uh, maybe the creative team needs time so they can do four, five, six yeah. issues. And then it's, it's, a, it's the Connors, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's uh, all right. Yes. So there we go. That's that's that that this has been our our motivational episode. Yay! For you. What are we, what are we motivating them to do? Uh, get an nemesis and calm the fuck f- down about Star Wars. Yeah. There you go. There no. you go. Or just calm down about shit in general. Be it's your own. A, be be CEOs. Well, no. The, if I've learned anything in the last two years, I will tell you this right now. Don't. Sweat the fucking small stuff. Exactly. It's not fucking worth it, right? You sweat the small stuff. You're not going to be able to handle it when the big stuff exactly. comes and takes a giant fucking shit exactly. on your head. And it's like, I'll tell you what, kids in your twenties, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So quit yeah. fucking worrying about Star Wars and shit. Exactly. Because life's going to come and kick you in the fucking face. I remember having, uh, you know, I, I feel so bad about this. It was three or four years ago, you and I were having a talk, and I said, you know, it's going to come that horrible time in your life when your friends start dying. And sure as shit, it started happening for you. Uh, it's it's happened for us. We've all seen it. it life is going to kick your ass. So uh, wait for the Star Wars to be the day version. That's exactly. Yeah. Tell yeah. tell your significant other. I'm allowing you one fight a year. <laughs> make it worth my while. God damn! <laughs> Don't make it about. No, Money. you 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 didn't see him there. Yes, I did see him there. I did see him there. That's stupid shit. Make it worth your while. If you're gonna fight. Make it a good one, and that's the one for the year. That's Twelve all rounds. you're allowed. All right. You diabolical motherfucker, man! <laughs> diabolical Jackson. Uh, do you like want it. to? Do you want to fight about money? What a useless Why? thing to fight about. Exactly. Yeah. What a terrible thing to fight about. You know. So. And, and don't ever forget that the Avengers lose when they're fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. They're teaming up to fight against one common enemy. All right. Mm-hmm. Boom. That's right. There you go. Wisdom. That's right. <laughs> Fuck, I, wanna, I like it. There's gonna be some listeners. Drop going, that mic. No, there's listeners gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, yeah." Just, you know, what's well, the fucking truth? Something. It's the fucking truth. The truth. There is, there is, uh, there are times when I'm ready to lay waste to everybody and anything that pisses me off on the internet, what? and I do one thing. Jay? I go, Jay's gonna go beat up a nemesis. We got no, we got Jay all excited. <laughs> no, I, excited. I, I go to one person's Facebook page and I read that person's Facebook post because this guy doing push-ups. is a class act and he knows how to do his interactions. Stephen yeah. Amell from Arrow. Oh, oh there you yeah. go. Yeah. That man, totally. That man is all about taking care of people, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, I just love his humility and I love his his <sighs> kindness to people. So he's kind of my inspiration. How many, uh, how many push-ups should just do, Jay? I have no idea. All right. Well, I'll Did tell you, you this, like. Oh. Like, my honestly, wife, my wife counted. Honestly, it was like, 20. like yep. I'm a homeowner now, mm-hmm. living with my kid, and uh, our fucking heater's kind of fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. in the past, like two years ago, I'd be like in a fucking fit. You'd right be, now. you'd be. Oh my god, how am I gonna pay for the heater? Blah blah blah. And it's like, fuck it, I'll get some blankets. Then I'll take care of this shit right. next week. You can't week. fix it by covering it's the right. heater in blankets, just so you know. Well, no, I, I cover myself in a fucking blanket. You know what I mean? I know. It's just like, who the fuck cares? That's We're right. on this fucking planet so long. Like, not that very fucking long. No, not long and at all. And we could be gone fucking tomorrow. Exactly. We'd be what's, gone in fucking two minutes. What's the Rollins quote? There's there's no me time. There's no uh, private time. There's only lifetime, and you've only got so much of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Boom. So. so, like, for me, I'm just like, I'm going to be fucking happy. So right. calm down. That's right. right. And it's not like bad shit's not going to happen, because it will. If you're the kind of person who gets mad in traffic, 
you're gonna that's that's gonna it's gonna kill you. That's small potatoes. That right is small there. shit. All right. Movies. Yeah. Movies. All right. Well, negative review for I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck movies. Uh, <laughs> movies coming out. Uh, first one, The Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part One. Uh, here's the thing with this film: it's not a film. It's half of a film. Yep. It's, it's on DVD now, right? It's on Blu-ray and DVD. Blu-ray, yeah. right. So uh, any person that asks, like, what you think? I go, I'm not really going to give you a review because you it's haven't, not over. You haven't shown me a whole movie. We just you can't just say and stop. <laughs> I say it's building up really well. So you got to wait for the next one. Yeah. Who's to say the next half is going to be shit? I don't know. So what you do is you buy this, don't watch it. Yeah. Until the second one or yeah. the next one comes. Well, out. Then I think it's like November. And then in there. so in November you crack it open, watch it, watch it, and then run to the theater and go to the theater, and, and you'll, you'll see, see a, an entire film, a full film. Uh, so there's that one, Foxcatcher. Uh, Steve Carell's attempt. He's nominated or was nominated. He, I would be shocked if he had won, but he's he's not going to win. <laughs> uh, but decent performances, but really slow. And the best person in that film is Mark Ruffalo. Oh yeah, so, I've heard that. Yeah, he's really good in it. Uh, there's a movie called The Humbling with Al Pacino, but ever since Jack and Jill, I can't take Al Pacino seriously nope. anymore. Nope. Uh, there's a film called Let's Kill Ward's Wife. I like the title. I I actually like the title, but I, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, <laughs> Disney sent me uh, Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast. So if you like your Tinkerbells, which leads right into the Blu-ray release of Hook. So oh. If you like Hook, you're Robin <sighs> Williams. Because also, it must be the same company because they're also putting out Mrs. Doubtfire on Blu-ray. Mm. So, oh, so it's a two Robin Williams two, Blu-ray. Two Robin Williams. Re-releases. Uh, the Grifters is on Blu-ray. I feel like John Cusack. Oh, and uh, Annette Benning. Annette Benning. And, 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 and uh, Angelica Houston. Angelica, yeah. So that was, good. That was all right, as I recall. I, you know, it's That's a, good a great fucking He movie. gets yeah. punched in the chest so hard that he almost dies. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in that movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I just remember Annette Benning being naked in that a lot. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, a film... Not many people know about this film. I loved it a lot. It reminded me of Fahrenheit 451. But that's, it was a good, called, that's a good book. Yeah. But it was uh, Equilibrium with oh, Christian Bale. Good movie. I fucking love that that's movie. A, it's, a great it's got gun fu. They're doing yep. like kung fu with yeah. guns. It was in theaters for like two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Which is him, a shame. And I think it's, is it Tay Diggs that's in it with him? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah it's, sure. it's, a, it's a total ripoff and of, uh, no, it's a, of a, no, no, of A no Strange one? New World. It's a ripoff of a strange new world. Aldous Huxley, because because they're all drugging themselves and not yeah. like, right. like that. It's been a while since I've yeah, seen so it. But yeah. real. I just remember that they can't have art. And there's, there's yep. any kind right, of art, if there's right. any kind of art or books or literature or you know like movies, they, like, they or, burn or them. Feelings, yeah. basically. Anyone, yeah. anything that causes feelings. That's right. It sounds, yeah, like, yeah. It sounds like it's a little bit of 1984 as well. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 Shannon, yeah. I just hear you say you like Gunfu. Yeah. He needs to see Kingsman. Yeah, oh, I've been told that over and over again yeah, this weekend. Or, 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 or any of uh, old John Woo films. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so really good that one. Uh, a, a TV series. I I have I don't recognize it. So I thought you guys did Outlander season one. Outlander yeah. just just came out. It's based yeah, off of a time, time travel story. Oh, is that time travel? Yeah, I it's a about it's it a Showtime show. Uh, it's a woman I think in the forties. She's a Scottish woman in the forties who ends up going sometime to the seventeen or eighteen hundreds. She's married in the current uh, okay. time, but she falls in love with somebody in the past time. Lots it's, of sex. It's it's right. it's bare chested smooching time no, travel. So it's not fun. To it's actually travel. time travel for. <laughs> There's for, no hoverboard. It's time travel for women of a certain age. Oh, okay. There's there are some good time travel conundrums that come up. Though. Days of our time travel. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Uh, and then uh, last is the uh, Rama One Half uh, TV series that anime oh, Jesus. Uh, set five limited edition is now out. That's a good show. Rama, you would love. Yeah. If he gets splashed with you water, he that? turns into a hot girl. Yeah. And if his dad gets splashed with water, he turns into a panda bear. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I remember that shit as a kid. Yeah. 
Just watch wow. it. Good show. Okay. There was a video game on like Sega CD or Sega Saturn. There was one, wasn't there? Yeah. Speaking of video games. Ooh. Oh, yeah. There's nothing this week. Oh. <laughs> we used it all up last week. There was a lot last week. Yeah. Okay. Get, get your Nintendo 3DS. That's all I can say. There you go. Yeah. Get the 3DS. <laughs> it's fun, huh? It's really fun. Cool. All right. Mr. B, if you would, please. All right, guy. Seriously. <laughs> Take a bite of the fucking ham. Before you decide it's fucking bullshit, all right? <laughs> mm, okay. 